Hey everyone, welcome to PTSD TV. Today is Wednesday, and today we are talking about internal inputs and optimizing your mind for PTSD recovery. So this episode of PTSD TV is sponsored by Broken to Unbreakable, which is my PTSD and CPTSD recovery program. So for those of you who don't know me, my name's Kayleen. I had CPTSD for over 15 years and now no longer do, which is why I'm able to help people all over the world make the same transformation that I did and Brad did, and he'll talk about that in a second. And if you want to learn more about Broken to Unbreakable, you can go to overcomingptsd.info slash go. So you can go to overcomingptsd.info slash go. And right now I'm running a free training talking about the pillars of recovery and of course, Broken to Unbreakable. So this lovely man to my right here is Brad Shipke. I am lucky enough to be Kayleen's significant other. I was there for every step of her recovery journey. And I also recovered from PTSD myself. And I am super excited as always to be talking about optimizing your internal inputs because everything in your external in external world comes from your mind first. And it really comes down to auditing those thoughts and those emotions and all those things on the inside before you can change all those things in your external world. So I'm super excited. This is where it all begins. Today we're talking about the internal aspect, the inner game. And tomorrow we're going to be talking about kind of the external world and how to optimize those. So this is where we're getting started. And we're going to be talking about three things, which are we're going to talk about what are internal import inputs. We're going to be talking about how to identify if they're negative. And then we're going to be talking about how to audit your mind. And so what that really means and how to start changing those inputs that are negative and things like that. So what are internal inputs, how to identify if they're negative and then how to audit your mind and change them. Right? So what are internal inputs, Brad? So Internal inputs are the thoughts, the emotions, everything that's going inside, going on inside of your head. And if you're like most people, if you're like we used to be, we had no idea. We actually didn't want to even look at the internal inputs that were going on inside of our head because they were so painful. And there are so many of them that were just beating me down every single day. Um, but you have to be able to look at those kind of objectively without really judging yourself or, you know, being mean or nasty to yourself about having these thoughts or emotions and really take a look at them to see, you know, how they're affecting your life. And cause most people, how they operate is that they just, you know, they feel these things, they think these things and they ignore them. They push them under the rug and they never look at them and it just like eats them up on the inside and they never resolve them. So the first step to that is like really becoming aware of those thoughts, those emotions, everything inside of those inside of you. So you can actually change them to something that serves you. And that is really the essence. Like most of the time, like, like most, I didn't want to look at my thoughts. I didn't want to look like it, nobody teaches you to look at your thoughts. Like as, um, I don't know this way here as a guy, you know, growing up, you're taught to be strong, not to have emotions. Like there were points in my life where I was just like, I feel like I need to cry. I feel like I have all these emotions inside of me, but I just, I feel like I want to cry. I feel like I want to get all of these emotions out. I want to feel these emotions. I want to like look at them and know what they are, but I just can't. So it's, it really is something that you need to practice in, in, in becoming aware of the thoughts, becoming aware of the emotions and, and kind of then in a weird way, but like in a real way, befriending them and, you know, really figuring out why they are the way they are. So you can really um, help them serve you instead of, instead of hurt you. And that's a great way to put it. And we all have different experiences and, you know, it's great that you get, you get kind of both experiences here, right? You get, 
you know, when we talk about relationships, you get both sides of that and both kind of partners here talking and you get, you get man and woman here talking and our personal experiences <laughs> kind of growing up were, were different. Right. And, and that's kind of what at least for the people in my life have expressed similar things. Uh, the men in my life has, have expressed similar things like, I just, I want to feel and I do feel, but I feel like I can't feel, which sounds confusing <laughs> probably, but, um, so I think it's really important for, for everyone. I mean, this goes across the board, but mm -hmm. maybe to call out, I don't know, I, 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 I'm not a huge fan of like calling out a group of people, but maybe to call out, you know, people who feel like they're not allowed to feel in general. Maybe it doesn't mm -hmm. just have to be men and open it up to anyone who feels like they're not allowed to feel or it's not strong to feel or anything like that in general and to open it up and say, you know, it's a, first of all, it's okay to do that. Second of all, it's healthy to do that. Um, third of all, it's really important to do that. And it, you know, it's, it can take some practice. Like Brad mm -hmm. was saying, this was more of kind of a skill that he learned how to do and how to kind of, I don't know, like emote properly and, and allow himself to feel the things that he, he was experiencing. Mm -hmm. Is that true? Yeah, no, that's true. Okay. And it, it, yeah, it was a skill and it's a skill becoming aware of, of those thoughts, but it's important to know that everything in your life starts in your mind. And like I said, like most people don't want to look at what's in their mind or they don't even know what's going on in their mind because <laughs> they're so focused on getting away from their thoughts in their mind. So your thoughts lead to everything, all of your results. And I can kind of go through something else with that, but, um, well, let's give some examples of what some internal inputs are, right? So we talked about, you know, their thoughts, emotions, reactions, but let's give some real life examples of kind of what they are. What, what would our examples have been back then? Back then one would be like, I have all these big goals in my life. I want to do all these great things. I want to like I want to, you know, start this big business and I want to help all these people and I want to do all these things. I want to have this great life and, you know, I want to work out every day. I think I have this picture in my life of what my ideal life would be, but then I feel so bad and like, I feel so depressed and feel so anxious that I don't even get out of bed. So my thoughts then were like, Brad, you're a piece of trash. You're a failure. Like your life sucks. And just more things like that. And that would just make me feel worse and worse and worse. And they feed on each other and they just like feed back and create this feedback loop and would pull me down. So that would be a real life example was like my thoughts in that moment when I was depressed was like, I want to be here, but I'm so depressed and I'm doing nothing but just sitting in my bed playing video games and I don't know what else to do. Those would be my thoughts. And how has that shifted? How, how, how has that changed? Uh, obviously over the years, you know, this isn't kind of like a one and done situation of like, mm -hmm. you're just, okay, now they're all good. <laughs> you know, obviously there's a lot of work oh, yeah, involved, yeah. but how is that a little bit different now? I mean, a lot different, but <laughs> it's a lot different now, but it really, it, it, it started with just first of all, becoming aware, but then identifying what those thoughts were becoming aware of those thoughts and be like, wow, I'm actually telling myself that I hate myself or wow, I'm actually telling myself all the reasons I'm giving myself all the reasons why I'm a failure and why I suck at life. So I first became aware of that. And then I, you know, really questioned them. I'm like, is that, is that really true? Like, am I actually a failure? I'm like, no, you're just hurt, man. You're just really, really hurt. And like, what do you need to do? You need to like work on yourself. You need to be easy on yourself. You need to love yourself. And 
those negative thoughts, they flooded, they flooded in. But I, and again, it wasn't like overnight. It took a long time. Um, but I kept like switching those. I kept switching. Like, I hate your, like, I hate myself to like, Hey, I, I love myself and I know I'm just going through a hard time, but things are going to get better. You know, I wasn't even like, I'm this amazing person. I was just like, things are going to get better. You just have to keep taking one step and you keep need to pushing yourself to keep, need to keep pushing yourself to get out of bed every day and to, and to push yourself. Like, it's not easy. It's not easy to, to have all those negative thoughts and to be like, I'm going to choose to look at the positive. Um, but that's why I did again and again and again and again. And eventually choosing to look at that positive was just my automatic response. And those negatives weren't even there. And so now instead of kind of, you're talking about feedback loops and kind of those negative thoughts and feelings dragging you down. Now it looks very different. And the feedback loop is still the same, which is kind of a a bigger topic than what we're talking about here. But picture like a, a cycle, a spiral. And now instead of those negative thoughts dragging down, it's those positive thoughts pushing up. Right. And so you get like the opposite direction. And like Brad said, it's not, it's not easy work. This is not an overnight thing. This is a, a challenging thing to do and takes, you know, consistency and the right kind of tools to do it. But we wanted to introduce it to you because it's really important. And we can move into our next topic, which is how to identify, you know, those thoughts and those feelings and those emotions and if they're negative. And this is really the first step to anything. So you, you need to number one, become aware. You have to become aware of the thoughts in your heads, of the feelings that you're having because if you're not aware of them they're 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 there anyway they're Mm -hmm. continuing to happen anyway and it took us a long time to figure out how to become aware of them and to realize how dangerous they actually were but once we learned how dangerous they were what to kind of look for you know day to day moment to moment thought to thought then then we were like whoa okay there's there's a lot going on in here And so you become aware of the thoughts, the emotions, the feelings, the reactions, how you react to things. And then you want to ask yourself, you know, how does this make me feel? Does this make me feel good? Does this make me feel bad? And does this serve me, right? Does this serve me appropriately? So for example, if you become aware of, you know, someone, I don't know, maybe like cuts you off on the highway and you just like flood with like anger and you feel so angry. You know, you have to think about how that makes you feel. Does that anger, is it just a split second and you're like, oh, what a jerk? Or does it last and does that anger go home with you and spill into everything else that you do? Are those thoughts running around in your head of like people are just the worst drivers or, or whatever mm-hmm. those angry thoughts are? Or you just feel like you want to like beat stuff up, you know, is that anger serving you? And in that case, it would be that anger is not serving you. And usually a moment will lead to a lot of different thoughts. And so that anger, that second that that person cuts you off leads to like you flooding with anger and then you just being like, I hate my life. I hate my job. Like my boss is such a jerk. And it just like you reach that threshold. We talk about something called the stress threshold and you just like basically boil over and like everything kind (laughs) of comes out. And so that's a really good moment to take Mm. kind of inventory and take a an audit of your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions, your reactions to things to things and asking if they serve you and if they serve you appropriately. So, you know, what does it mean for something to serve you? It means that it does its, its job of, um, I don't know how to put it in, in good words. Of, helps of, you, helps you achieve. It brings you closer to where you want to go in life. It brings you closer to your goal. Like, does this bring me closer to where I want to be in my life to who I want to be? Right. right? 
Right. That's what it means to me. Well, yeah. Does this serve me? Does this like help me level up to the next person who I want to be? Well, and there, there are different kind of emotions in that. So it doesn't necessarily have to be a good emotion. You're allowed to feel, um, sadness and things like that. Yeah. So, you know, sadness serves you if it gets you closer to the goal of either like grieving this, this pet or something, or like yeah. mourning the loss of this person or this pet or this yeah. thing, you know? So like those things can serve you. It's when they inappropriately serve you when they go on for months and months on end, when you're like, like, or it's at a, such a high level that it just so intense that like you can't even function that doesn't right. serve you appropriately right so like so like we're an, talking an about like kind of normal human reactions and mm. we want to get to a place from what a lot of people are struggling with ptsd us included like everything is such a big overreaction every little right, moment right. every little second every little thought and we want to get that to where it's serving us where we can just be normal humans emote it properly and, and in normal ways we're like we we're not superhuman we still feel sad sometimes you know time and again we get frustrated but it serves us appropriately you know the frustration is an indicator that mm -hmm. we need to fix something that we need to tweak that we need to have a conversation and it's right. not this big like to do sorry so what's your example my example for um, emotions that may seem negative, but can also serve you is that like, you know, when I either like fall off my morning routine or I'm not showing up as I want to in work, um, I usually get a little frustrated because I'm like, Oh, like, why am I not like, why am I like, I want to be working really hard. I want to be really focused. I want to be, you know, hitting the gym and meditating, but I'm like, I like fall off a little bit and I get like a little frustrated it's that frustration serves me to the point where it motivates me to get back on track. But there's also the point where that frustration like goes to that next level where it actually like borders on like anger and it comes off at Kayleen, the people around me too much. It comes off at me. I start beating myself up and I lose kind of like, it doesn't get me closer to the goal. It actually pulls me farther away because then I'm actually less focused and I, I want to work less. I'm less motivated because there's, that much frustration. So there might be like, there's like levels of, um, at least for this example, like there's a level of where there's like a perfect amount of frustration that will get me re-motivated to get back into working again. Cause it's just like, ah, like get, I need to do this. And then like you feel that motivation, that energy to get back in there. But once it gets to that level of where it's just like, it almost like overwhelms you and shuts you down. So that, that's what, that's something that I always have to keep aware of in myself that's a great example and the threshold is important and you'll be able to find the threshold and as you become aware and ask you know how does this make me feel does this serve me you know you're gonna have to ask yourself that a lot you're gonna have to see if they're negative or positive and most of them will be negative just kind of in general most of them will be negative just because that's kind of how our brains work <laughs> uh, for for primitive reasons there, there's like a reason that we're so negative and yeah, so hard yeah. on ourselves but well here's the, find uh, that threshold yeah. And that was a great example, I think. And asking yourself, you know, how does this make me feel? So I'm frustrated. I didn't do the thing I wanted to do. Okay. Like it's time to get at it. Like mm -hmm. let's, let's buckle down. Right. And let's go. Mm -hmm. And that serves you. That's awesome. Like, you know, use that frustration, use that pain to do something, to take action. Mm -hmm. And then where it goes to a point of, I'm so frustrated and you're just like, you're like, you're like F it. Right. Essentially you're just like, you throw your hands up and you're yeah. like, you know what? Forget it. Like, or you're just mulling it and you mulling it and it just like, it starts that feed, that negative feedback loop and it pulls you down. So same emotion, 
just does it serve me or does it not serve me? Mm. And we want to work on it serving you. So again, you're allowed to emote. You're allowed to feel all these things. All your feelings yeah. are super valid, like super okay to feel everything that you feel. And we just want to, we want to make sure it's serving us appropriately. Yeah. And it's a skill to get there. It takes time to get there. You know, you're going to be like, okay, nothing serves me. And that's okay. <laughs> that's definitely okay. And at we've first. been there. And we've been there where like no emotion was, was properly serving us. And it, it takes a ton of work and it, it takes a, a lot more than just the awareness. And just, we're, we'll talk about kind of swapping. Yeah. You can swap those thoughts. So for those thoughts that you're having, you know, a good way to work on the opposite. And Brad talked about this at the beginning of the episode. He was saying, you know, and this for me too, I used to have the thoughts of like, okay, I hate myself. And when I used to have that thought, yeah, I wasn't aware of it at first, but then I became aware of it. And I was like, oh wow. Like, yikes, that's, that's really bad. Like, yeah. and I'm, I'm someone who thinks like everyone is an amazing person at their core. Like everyone's just this like, beautiful person that's just been hurt everyone's a good person even all the like quote unquote evil people in the world like I think the best of them and but I didn't of myself right and so it what was helpful was swapping that to you know and I love myself and so every time you catch yourself saying that negative thought what you can do is you can swap it and this is an exercise that we talk about a lot you can just swap it to the positive thought and usually the positive thought will be obvious and the other thing I want to mention with that, so from I hate myself to I love myself. And sometimes when you do the swapping the thoughts exercise, it can actually bring on some frustration in itself because when you say it, you don't necessarily feel it. So at first when I was saying it, I didn't feel it. You know, I was feeling I hate myself, but I was like, okay, stop. No, I love myself. I love myself. And it still didn't feel right. And that caused some frustration in and of itself. And yeah. so what can be helpful is called a stepping stone exercise. And basically, you know, you, you take the thought of I hate myself and, you know, you swap it to I love myself. But if that doesn't feel true, you find something as a middle ground that's true. So it's a stepping stone until you can get to that point where you can say I love myself, which is how I feel now. But and the stepping stone would be I love my ability to see the best in people. You pick something that you know is true already about yourself. That's a step closer to I love myself without making that big, big jump where there's a gap and there's frustration. So it's a really good exercise to do. It's something really helpful for, there are some thoughts that you can just swap and you can just say them and you got them because they're, they're just pretty obvious. But there mm -hmm. are some thoughts that need kind of that stepping stone. And that's a great exercise for that. Yeah. And another little trick is to say, I love myself because mm -hmm. and then just add the word because and then list all the reasons yeah and then that strengthens that new positive swap even even more but the hardest part to all of this is first becoming aware because we always try to block out our thoughts and that really really is like the, the hardest part that was the hardest part for me it was like when i was in that low place i would block all my thoughts out with you know video games um, TV, when I was in the car, music, like there was always something being inputted into my brain externally. So I didn't even have to focus on the internal things inside of my mind. So the first thing you have to do is become aware. And this is an ongoing process. And we call this auditing your mind. And you need to constantly, constantly, constantly be auditing your mind. And one way to do that in any situation at any time is be like, what am I thinking right now? Shut off, shut off all the things, shut off the music, shut off the TV, shut off the radio. 
dial down the kids. You know, I wish sometimes like I had a hearing aid and I could just turn it down. Turn like, it off. His and just hear my has thoughts. A aid. Yeah. And sometimes she just turns them off. When she's at like parties, she'll just shut it off and just kind of stand there and like watch. Sometimes I wish I could have that, but. It's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> um, shut things off and just be like, what am I thinking right now? And you can do that right now while, while you're listening to me even, while there are other things going on. What am I thinking? You know, what am I thinking about what Brad's saying right now? Like, am I judging him? Am I? Is there any negative thoughts? Am I judging myself because of the things I should be doing? Or like, you just ask yourself, what am I thinking right now? That's the easiest way to become at aware of aware of your thoughts at any time. But the next thing, it, the next thing that's kind of an exercise that you can do beyond is to do just like a simple meditation, you know, and audit your thoughts. And really, it's just like you sit down, just like any other meditation. You focus on your breath, you know, on calming down, taking deep breaths, relaxing your body, relaxing all the muscles, and then just be aware of your thoughts and be like, what are these thoughts? And then audit your thoughts and be like, is this serving me? Right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, you want to become aware of it. You want to, you know, ask yourself how it makes you feel. And then ask yourself, does it serve you? Does it help you get closer to where you want to go in life? And just taking five minutes a day to close your eyes. And like, it's not complicated. It's the simplest thing you could ever do. Close your eyes, turn everything off. Stop all these, neg- all, all the, not not necessarily negative, but all these other inputs coming at you and distracting you so you can focus on your mind. Close your eyes, take deep breaths, and focus on what your thoughts are and just ask yourself, is this serving me? And for those of you who have resistance to meditation or the word meditation, which I definitely did at first, it took me a while to kind of figure out what it even was, like throw the word meditation out. That's just true. like lay down for a second, <laughs> take a deep breath and think. Just like pause everything else all other sounds and sights and just shut your eyes take a deep breath and think um just because i know at first i was very um resistant to the word meditation i was like i don't want to meditate yeah it's just a word so and we can address that kind of another episode but so don't don't be resistant to it just because of the word meditation is it technically a meditation yes and no you know again like it that's just kind of an umbrella term so just sit down take a deep breath and think, think about your thoughts. How, how, what am I thinking? How does it make me feel? Does it serve me? And what can I do about it? And yeah. that's, that's really all that it is in regards to awareness. And that's our, our big action for today is, and this is an ongoing process. Like we said, this is not an overnight kind of fix. Even when you become aware of those thoughts at first, when you're becoming aware, when you're doing these exercises, your awareness is going to go almost like in and out of focus. Mm-hmm. And so you're yeah. going to become aware of them and you're going to be able to catch them sometimes. And you're going to be like, great, great, great. And you, you're either going to be able to swap them or do some of the exercises we talk about. And then there are sometimes where that same thought, you're just not going to be aware of it. Yeah. And it's, it's a skill and you have to practice it. So like Brad said, this is an ongoing kind of skill. So, mm-hmm. you know, make the time today to kind of take an inventory, take an audit of your internal inputs and take the time. It can take it literally, it can take 60 seconds just to get a few of them, just That's to true. pause you know, just to pause at the end of this episode and, and just takes literally 60 seconds. I think, what am I feeling? What am I thinking about? Okay. Is it, does it serve me? Okay. No, it's that simple to do about it. It's that simple. So it's not, we never want to overcomplicate anything, especially, I don't know, there's so much to do on this journey and so much you can do. And, um, you know, when we're talking about action, just like it, it shouldn't be this big daunting thing. You don't have to sit there for an hour, hour and, you know, find peace and yeah. <laughs> like, like just you just have to think about your thoughts decide if they serve you or not and then work on swapping some of them and just becoming aware of them and continuing to become aware of them 
and ongoing. So mm-hmm. that's the exercise for today. Keep it simple. Keep it simple, right? What am I thinking right now? Take a few seconds to be quiet and just listen to your thoughts. Ask yourself, does this serve you? Yeah. That's it. That's it. That's it. Meditation. When I first started to learn meditation or whatever, I had the same kind of resistance that resistance that Kayleen had. And then also like everybody else just likes to overcomplicate it. In essence, for for most types of meditation, meditation is just like not thinking. But I don't know. It just gets it gets so overcomplicated. So just sit with your thoughts and become aware of them and ask yourself, does it serve you or not? That's it. That's it. That's it. You don't need to read another book. Easy peasy. Easy peasy. Become aware of your thoughts. Ask yourself, what am I thinking? What am I thinking? Throughout your entire day. That's something you can bring throughout your entire day today and every single day. And what you can do is take notes on your phone or you can take notes um, in like a notebook and you can say like, just try to, you can even set a timer like once an hour and the make a timer go off on your watch or on your phone or something. Mm-hmm. And um, just at that moment, be like, okay, what am I thinking? And jot it down. And then later you can, you can spend some time like tonight for those of you who are, I don't know, in your morning, like we are, you know, tonight you can look at it or at the end of the week, you can look at it and say, okay, wow, there's, you know, once an hour I did this for, you know, just 10 seconds. I said, what am I thinking? How am I feeling? You know, am I stressed? Cause I'm in the middle of a big work project mm-hmm. and you can write them all down. And at the end of the week, look at them and say, holy cow, a lot of these are negative. Most of these are negative, Most. which they will be. And that's okay. Yeah. And you don't want to beat yourself up for that. You want to kind of bring yourself that love and compassion and kindness. Um, and, and then, you know, from there we can, we can work through them and we can mm-hmm. work on how to heal them and how to swap them and how to make them serve you in the future. That's it. Cool beans. <laughs> that's all she wrote. Okay. So that's all that we have for you all today. <laughs> so we hope you enjoy that. You know, there's a lot of, there's a lot that's going on right in our minds in our bodies in our lives. And we want to kind of try to make it simple for you and give you an action every day because the most important thing that you can do for yourself on this journey is take action. So we're here to, to let you know that it is possible to heal PTSD, to overcome PTSD, insert whatever verb you want to use right there. It is possible to do this. We've done it. We've been there. We've been in your shoes. We've been to rock bottom. We've been to those really, really, really dark places. And we've come back from them not only to, you know, normal. The program that we run is called Broken to Unbreakable for a very specific reason. And that's because, you know, you feel so broken at the beginning of this journey. And you're not broken, but you feel broken. And we want to get you not just from broken to normal because normal is great but still not super is what we found you know it's, it's great but not super it's not still it's not rock bottom but not super it's still a, sucks. a lot of problems so we want to take you from feeling broken to completely unbreakable and give you all the tools and resources and put the power in your hands so you can have the life you've always dreamed of not even a normal life and i know for a lot of people listening you know you you might even just right now have a hard time thinking about a life without ptsd or a normal life or a life where you're at least even calm half of the time or at peace half of the time. Yeah. Um, but there's, there's more to it than even just getting to normal and getting to like good. There's, there's so much more. So that's our goal for you is to, mm. to give and serve you and let you know that you can do this. And this is possible. We're here for you. We believe in you, but you have to, have to, have to take action. You know, the actions that we talk about, you know, it's stuff I talk about in the program. It's stuff I talk about with my clients. It's not, we're not BSing you. We're not going to make stuff up. If you've been listening to the podcast for kind of months on end, you're going to hear a lot of the same things. You're going to yeah. hear a lot of the same topics. You're going to hear a lot of the same actions just talked about in different ways. 
And that's because that's the way it is. This is the journey. This is kind of pieces of the path. So we're not going to be yes you. We're not going to make something up every time just to give you something random to do. There's very specific reasons that we do everything that we do. So make sure you're taking action and, and this, this information will serve you and it will help you and it will get you closer and closer and closer and closer to where you want to go in life and, mm. and to getting out of that dark place, out of rock bottom and, yeah. and to having a life that you deserve to live. Everyone deserves a life, even if you don't believe in you, even if you don't believe that you deserve a normal life or an extraordinary life, you do. And, and I believe in you and Brad believes in you. And we're here to, to show you that and help you get there. You know, we're here kind of reaching a hand out to give you the information that you need to begin to take those steps. You know, we spent years sitting in pain, trying to figure this out, trying to see, you know, what information is right, what information is wrong, what's overcomplicated, what makes sense, what doesn't. And, you know, we've really distilled it down to the steps that you can take. And we've, you know, helped not only ourselves, but hundreds of other people do this same thing. So it's, it's not, you know, it's not just, just a one and done, but it's, it's such a cool journey and we're here to, you know, a lot, a lot of people, they reach out and like, oh, you're so positive and it's easy for you to say. And it's like, you get to see the after effect, you know, you get to see the cookies after they've been baked and they're like perfectly warm and chewy and the best cookies ever, but you don't see us putting all the ingredients <laughs> into the bowl and like the whole kitchen is a mess. And you know, I put the wrong kind of oil in, I put olive oil in and we had to start over and start over and start over. So you get to see the end result and not all the work that goes into it. So you know, it's important to, to just, I think just kind of remind people that yeah. you can do this. You, we're not superhuman. You know, it seems like we have the answers now and it's cause we do, but, but we are not superhuman. We're, we're not anybody special. We're just normal. We're just like all of you and all of you can do this. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Okay. That's what we have for you all today. Yeah. No, okay. that was incredible. Yeah. Cause you can, like, there's a point where everything that you're feeling right, right now ends and back when we both were at that rock bottom, that's what we needed was somebody to tell us that there is a point. There is a point where all of this ends. Promise. That's all we needed back then was a little bit of hope. And that's what we want to give to you guys is that there is actually a lot of hope because a heck of a lot of people have done it. But there is a point where everything ends. All the feelings, all that negativity inside of you, all that pain from the past, that ends. And you just get to be happy. And you just get to be happy and live your life and, that's super and live cool. your life the way you want to live it. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. super duper. <laughs> it's super duper. But yeah, that's that. I mean, even just that having that belief, knowing that it's going to end. And like, this is something I used to tell myself all the time talking about switching the internal thoughts was I would tell myself, if you never quit, Brad, you will never fail. It's impossible for you to fail. If you never quit, if you never give up on yourself or if you never give up on the people that you love, it is literally impossible to fail. It's literally impossible for you not to do this. So I urge all of you to use that internal input because that was something that I wrote down at the top of my journal every single morning. That's true. You can never fail. You, can, you never fail if you never quit. It's impossible to fail. You're guaranteed. You're guaranteed to win if you never quit. So if you never quit, you will never fail. 
And that's the last thing that I got for you guys. And so if you want to know more about kind of this journey as a whole, you know, I do run the Broken to Unbreakable program. So if you want to be coached by me, it's an, it's an amazing opportunity. Right now I'm running a free training on, so the, everyone should just see the training. Everyone should see the training. It's about the three pillars of PTSD recovery and the three kind of things that you need. So we've distilled it. There's so much information out there. It's so confusing. It's so conflicting. We've distilled it into the three pillars, the three things that you need to be successful on your recovery journey. And right now I'm running a free webinar that you can go to overcomingptsd.info slash go and we'll comment the link below for those of you on social media. You can go to overcomingptsd.info slash go and you can watch that training. You can find out what the three pillars are and then I talk about the broken to unbreakable program and how to get involved with that if you want that kind of clear roadmap if you want to work together one-on-one -on -one. Mm -hmm. it's an amazing program and I you know I'm not I'm not someone who pumps my tires and I know I say that all the time <laughs> but it, it truly serves so many people at the highest level and it is it is the essence of of everything that we talk about distilled into a roadmap into a path and it really is that cool and that's it's not it's not just because we've done it. You know, I wouldn't say that if it was just us that have done it, but we've touched so many lives. We've helped so many people on that path, on that journey through the Broken to Unbreakable program mm -hmm. that have just completely transformed their lives in the most amazing ways. And just, it's so touching. Every day people are reaching out with the coaching and, and within the community and in the group and after the webinar and via email and just telling us how much their lives have changed sometimes overnight, sometimes in just a couple of weeks mm -hmm. and after months of working through the program and working with me one-on-one -on -one and the things that they're doing now are just like out of this world, amazing and touching and helping so many more people. So if you want to get involved in that, you can go to overcomingptsd.info slash go and you can check out the training. You should check out the training regardless because it is some amazing information and it is distilled into very simple parts. And you get to hear a mm -hmm. little bit more about what Brad and I went through, a little bit more about not my story, but my journey through kind of from rock bottom to where we are now and how we ended up doing what we're doing. So for those of you who are new and you're like, what the, who the heck are you? Um, that would be a great opportunity to figure out who the heck we are. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, everybody, everybody out there should definitely check that out. So that's what we have for you all today. We love you. We believe in you. We're here for you. And we will see you all tomorrow to talk about external inputs. Sounds good. We'll all see right. you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.